The views and opinions expressed on WXOJLP are solely those of the original hosts of their respective programs. These views and opinions do not necessarily represent those of Valley Free Radio Incorporated, its volunteers, or any other hosts, guests, or programs on this station. Good evening, and welcome to Civil Politics here on Valley Free Radio, WXOJLP 103.3 FM out of Northampton, Massachusetts. I'm Michael Dow. I'm your host tonight. And uh, with us are uh, Sue Timberlake and Stefan Ward-Wheaton. We hope to have a special guest joining us soon. But before we get to the special guest, I just want to mention that we are... um, fundraising right now it's our special fun drive this week here on valley free radio it's how we uh, keep our all-volunteer operation on the air so uh you can contribute during the show uh we love that especially but um uh every dollar every sorry yeah every individual donor even when it's just for a dollar uh, will be matched by the state of my late brother, uh, $10 per person. And as a special bonus during civil politics, if you donate to the show, uh, say, through our PayPal uh, account, uh, which is available on the website, uh, uh, www.valleyfreeradio.org slash donate. That's the donation page. If you donate to the show during the show or if you mention civil politics in the little comment line, I will kick in an extra 10 bucks. So $20 per person is on the table if you make a donation to us. So I hope you'll take advantage of that. Um, I mean, my wallet hates it, but I hope you'll do it because I like Villa Free Radio. It's an important voice for the community, and it's a way for us to keep stay on the air. And we also love to hear from our listeners. So you can contact us in a few different ways. Our Twitter handle is at CivilPoliticsFM. On Facebook, we are Facebook.com slash CivilPoliticsRadio. And via email, it's uh, civilpoliticsradio at valleyfreeradio.org. Uh, and once again, this is our special fall fund drive. Uh, make a donation to the show during our show, and it's an extra $20 per donor to us. So I hope uh, hope you, some of you out there will take advantage of it. And also, I hope maybe some of you have some questions. Uh, <laughs> welcome uh, to our special guest, uh, the, uh, Mr. Bill Dwight. Uh, you used to have a show on our radio station, I, I do believe. I, I did you have my mug? <laughs> <laughs> Will you autograph this and then we're yeah, going to auction it off? I would be honored to sign your mug. What's the vintage of this? Do we know? Uh, two years? Uh, no, at least. Actually, when it, I had a show just before I uh, decided to run for city council again, and I stopped it because I didn't feel it was appropriate for me to yeah. campaign for office and then have my own radio program. So that was, oh my God, six years ago. So that's an old mug. That's <laughs> yeah. an old mug. Um, were you on um, WHMP before? I that? was on WHMP. I yeah. used to be on WRSI. I replaced Rachel Maddow when she left for a hot minute. I was, <laughs> so I'm there for about three months. So they, they were like, let's trade up to Bill Dwight. You're like, wait a minute. What are we doing? <laughs> well, I used to be a regular on Rachel's show when she yeah. broadcast locally. And then when she left to go to Air America, she tapped me to fill her shoes, which it turned out I couldn't. Yeah. Not even close. Yeah. So. I, I, I stopped actually, doing that. I I used to listen to your show on on Wednesday mornings. I'd have to get up early because like I'm a I'm a late sleeper. And I used to work in a comic book store, so like we'd I, open I at eleven. You. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. I, I'm not I'm not breaking getting up at the crack of dawn. What are you crazy? But on Wednesdays I'd have to because I'd have to get down to the UPS hub by like eight in the morning to pick up the comics so we could unpack them that day. 
And so I used to listen to your show driving back from from Springfield, and it was way better than a lot of the other stuff. <laughs> already, so. Well, you set a pretty low bar there, Mark. So. Yeah, <laughs> but you know, and I got to, when I was broadcasting here, I was doing it with my uh, producing partner. Jazz Tupelo. Hmm. And then we did a podcast for a while that my mother listened to on occasion. And that was about it. You my know, mom see. listens to this show. Oh, see? See? Thank God for moms. Otherwise, Absolutely. We, we wouldn't have audiences. Absolutely. By the way, I'd like to double down on your appeal Yeah. Uh, for funding. To those of you who are actually listening, please consider that your dollar value actually is extended here more than if you contributed to NPR. No knock on them. But the fact is, is that the dollars invested in this is literally your radio station. Where you can actually broadcast if you if you got the chops. Yeah, yeah, we train. Yeah, I yeah, mean, we this, train yeah, exactly every this month. Is, this is this is one of the best dollar investments you can make, particularly on public airwaves, particularly about public programming. So I, you know, thank you. Yeah, well, you're welcome. <laughs> that, and you didn't even ask me to do that, but I know. I mean, I know the value of the studio. Yeah. And the studio is exactly the same as it was when I left six years ago, so with we, a little more duct tape. We <laughs> see the painting. We painted a few things. We <laughs> paint. It's nice. We, <laughs> we <laughs> actually changed some of the cobwebs in the corners. Well, it's nice to rearrange those on occasion, yeah. just, just for the spider's sake. We joke that we're NPR without the funding. <laughs> it's right, and the tote bags. And the tote bags, right, yeah. And the attitude. And oh, the attitude. No, I mean, no, no. Okay. The slower cadence when you speak. Absolutely. <laughs> so you can get through a show real quick if you speak NPR-wise. You just talk very slowly and deliberately like this. And you hit your hard break, and it's time to go. Yeah, yeah. You're ready to go. Welcome to our show. <laughs> right. Yeah. And that's all the time we have. I, I got it. Welcome to Civil Politics on Valley Free Radio, WXOJLP 103.3 FM. Bang. <laughs> Bang. That's it right there. Instant clip quote. <laughs> yeah. And then we come back from the break and we say, in Northampton. In Northampton. <laughs> exactly. So segueing a little bit in Northampton, uh, one of the reasons why I asked you to, to I, I shamelessly importuned you on Facebook to join us here, Bill, is uh, you're... You're still on the Northampton City Council, are you not? I just won re-election. Yeah, I, I was like, right. I, yep. I was like something like, crap, I forgot to check. This is it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> if I hadn't won re-election, it'd be really embarrassing because I was unopposed. So <laughs> it would have been, that would have been as sad as a guess. And then I would come in and just explain why no one likes me. Yeah. And you had your organizational meeting too. Yeah. Did you last night or is that next week? No, that's that. Um, that won't be until January. Oh, for until us. January. Yeah, because yeah. our term starts. The city clerk got sworn in. Immediately, but our organizational yeah. meeting comes the first uh, Monday, I think, in uh, January. Oh, okay. So, yeah, so yeah. you get to go through the holidays with all the adventure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Knowing, I'm, so I'm council elect and still serving the term. So yeah, nice. Yeah, so I'm yes, I'm still neck deep. Okay, so um, we were fortunate enough. Uh, well, actually, last week we were we were lucky enough to have David Narkowitz on, Mayor Narkowitz, and oh, a couple. And, of weeks, and you had the chief too, right? Yeah, yeah a couple yep. weeks before that we had Chief Casper. Um, who I'd never met before and certainly made a good impression on me. Yeah. Um, but uh, I was interested in having her on to talk about the whole idea of having security cameras up there because it's it's certainly an important subject and it's one that I, I know there's a lot of there there is deservedly you know conflict and interest on on <coughs> uh, both sides. 
Um, and I was curious to know, like, what exactly her plan actually was, because none of the press accounts I'd right. seen had had that. Right. And apparently that hadn't actually gotten talked a lot about at meetings, so I was especially... Well, it did. Yeah. It did, in, uh, not in her first public meeting. Yeah. But in subsequent meetings in the council, yeah. Yeah. Good, did in good. The subcommittee hearings. Well, no, I wasn't saying, like, you had no idea what you were right, talking right, about. Right, right, right. No, no. But, um, so that was, that was important, and I thought it informative, and I also really liked that she was like... Hmm, this might be helpful. I wonder what the people of the town I serve would think. Oh, they don't like it. Okay. <laughs> well, that was, I mean, you know, one of the things that I keep bragging on over and over and over again is that unlike other communities, this police chief and this mayor asked the community what they thought. Um, other communities have installed cameras. Now they're either managed by their IT department or they're run by the police department. It really yeah. all pretty much the same hopper. Yeah. Um, and in Northampton, before they proceeded with that type of policy, they invited the public to weigh in. And, and, and in fact, as you said, it, I mean, the good thing about this is while it's been somewhat of a dramatic debate, it's, you know, it's, I've seen more dramatic debates here, but this oh, yeah. one is engaged. It has the public engaged. Um, no one seems to be ambivalent as far as the issue of cameras and security cameras. Hmm. So... It's actually been excellent. I've been really excited by this. Mm. I know, and the chief, and in fact, every, actually everyone who's actually spoken out against, at least on uh, uh, the elected side, mm -hmm. has been, made a point that we're incredibly proud of our chief. She's doing exactly what we asked her to do, find the most efficacious way to, to secure and protect our community. Mm -hmm. that's, that's fair and just. So she did what she, she, did what she was asked, and... Mm -hmm then came in turn and asked us if this is the type of technology we'd be interested in introducing. So uh, the city council passed a resolution 7-2 right. to saying, we don't like this idea. We, we don't like cameras, yes. So what? explain your reasoning for it, because <clears throat> allow me to adjust. So the, um, she, she pointed out like there are already a couple of cameras set up. Uh, There's on... one at the police station. There's one in the parking garage. Right. Schools have cameras as well. Schools have cameras. Yeah. The, 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 the city's police cruisers have cameras. Right. They have uh, dash cams. Yeah. Right. Dash cams. And also, like, there are times when they set cameras up for specific operations. but you know, Specific the... to uh, <clears throat> investigations. Yeah. yeah. But um, do the parking enforcement officers, they have um, uh, plate readers or something? They have something handheld, they, they, right? They have handheld for, yes, for that's related for to the, for the, um, um, yeah. Yeah, getting, something getting like parking that. parking meters. Yeah. And, yeah. So they're so, like plate reader or whatever yeah. they are. So they yeah. do have that, but they're not cameras that yeah. document individuals. Yeah. So those cameras, and you're right, cameras do exist, and Jody is right, or the chief is right, mm -hmm. that... Cameras are already in place, and they're in place in private enterprises as well. Yeah. You know, ATM machines all have them. Uh, stores have them for shoplifting purposes and the like. Um, so what's what, so what's the reason why? Because her her the proposal she 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 told us about was like a couple of cameras overlooking like the main intersection in mm -hmm. downtown Northampton, and I think one more up by like the um, uh, the, the Rainbow Crosswalk. Right, and it's like okay, that doesn't seem so crazy, and and she's, of course she's since modified that to just one at the intersections of the state highways nine and oh, ten, uh, five, nine and five, yeah. So King and Pleasant, King, yeah. yeah, and and of course also uh, public streets are public places, so like the expectation of privacy is uh, seems to me like a little right. less of a 
much less of an issue in a public location. But I know several people who are like think it's a horrible idea and they're aghast at it. And obviously, the city council didn't like it. So um, here on civil politics, <laughs> city councilor Bill Dwight, would you manage to run us through like why you got why you guys didn't think this was a good idea? Okay. Well, first, I'll own the fact that I'm one of the sponsors of the resolution and also a sponsor of the ordinance that's now pending. So an mm-hmm. ordinance, of course, resolution is just an expression of will or. Mm-hmm. Um, aspiration mm-hmm. um, in the council, and then an ordinance is actually a law. Yeah. So being different, so that is mm-hmm. actionable. Mm-hmm. And so the ordinance that's looming actually allows for mm-hmm. uh, the established cameras and existing cameras as, as they stand now. The concern, well, let me. My concerns <laughs> when I originally sponsored this with Ryan O'Donnell and Elisa Klein, mm-hmm. um, and Ryan being the principal author. Um, was the fact that, well, actually, I prefaced my conversation with after September 11th. Um, 2001, you mean? 2001. Okay, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. a, a lot of uh, well-intentioned people, thoughtful people, mm-hmm. um, responded by saying there are certain things that we have to now consider, one of them being um, uh, uh, racial profiling. That that, that oh, it was, okay, you know, yep. racial profiling would be an effective tool to protect us and keep us secure. Because we know who these people were, right? right. Yeah. We, were. <laughs> exactly. I thought it was those people. Right? It was <laughs> those people. Exactly. Sorry, I'm a Republican, so <laughs> I, I get confused <laughs> exactly. which side I'm on. Exactly. And, You're dark and straight. <laughs> and the, and the other oh, thing so I missed that. Yeah, okay. We signed off on... Oh, I remember that. That was horrible. We, yeah. we signed off on Patriot Act. interrogation yeah. and, oh. and the Patriot Act and NSA yeah. uh, spying on individuals, U.S. citizens, where the, yeah, actually had not not just NSA spying on people without the country that within. Yeah, and we allowed that. We made the accommodation because we were scared. We were that shook had, up. We were traumatized. Crawfish crawdaddy thing that got discovered that they were looking through everybody's emails yeah, and yeah, they had yeah, to right. pull back from mm-hmm. it. The military got caught doing. I think was it, it was NSA. Mm-hmm. It was NSA. Yeah, that mm-hmm. was doing it. Yeah. and They lied to Congress and yeah. Oh God, yeah, yeah. That's what one a of horrible the, time for the, this country. Like, whatever else you want to say about Edward Snowden, like. Kudos to him for like, yeah, so the head of the NSA just <laughs> flat out lied to yeah. Congress and he said, we they don't start- do that. Well, no. that, that was right. kind of a shock. You could have knocked me over with a feather if, when I found out the NSA was not being completely frank with us. <laughs> I, <laughs> well, I, I was shocked that he lied to Congress, I think, under oath. Yeah. Um, that, that's, that's not Are cool. you kidding me? I mean that's 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 uh, the Washington sport of choice yeah. right now. But I, I, <laughs> that's I guess I'm naive enough to think that somebody would be like, yeah, sure, I'll commit a felony in public. Why not? Lie till you get caught. That's the strategy. But yeah. in any any event, the concern was. Now we look back on that. Yeah. Uh, all these many years now, and it's hard to believe it's that many years because the trauma is still raw, hmm. and realize. Racial profiling is wrong. At least, by and large, it seems to be the consensus. Racial profiling is not an effective tool, and it it isolates and and discriminates. And it's morally wrong. And it's morally wrong. Well, you stop yeah. looking that's, for and the, that's an important point. Yeah. And you stop looking for the right person. Exactly. Right. Yeah. You know. Yeah. That's the exactly. You have a very uh, narrow focus, and you would when ignore. you consider most of the the terrorist acts that have been committed in this country have been considered have been 
Committed uh, prosecuted, by, committed by people who look like me. Yeah, or me. Right. Yeah, I remember it's, back in 1996. Not just, me. Not they don't not, look not like you. me. No, and that's another important point. <laughs> Depends no on women, how. Very, 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 very. The women are the exception to the Which rule. Which is why ISIS has started to use women yeah. as bombers. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. just bomb delivery systems. Delivery systems, yeah. yeah. Well, I, I think it also depends and on children. how much flannel you want to wear that day, Sue. Right. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but, um, well said in Northampton. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I remember back in 96, just after the Oklahoma City bombing, Oh, they well, we were didn't convinced. know what had happened yet. Just there was a lot of speculation about how it was Muslims. It was Muslims. It was the default every time. Yeah, yeah. And I was just like, we don't know that. I mean, obviously it could be true, but guys, how do you know that? What are you? Oh, and it's a guy named Timothy McVeigh. Don't you? <laughs> right. and, and then, of course, it's like, like nothing is said about Timothy all McVeigh, the crazy. Yeah. Iraq war vet. Yeah, right? um, yeah. As white as white can be with and, a crew cut. And, and in part else. motivated by a strong Christian belief, I believe. Exactly. So, it was, yeah. his, and his it, hatred for the government. Exactly. Yeah, yeah no, his, his blind hatred for yeah. the government. Yeah. So the fact remains is that the concern was is that we made easy accommodations out of a sense of security, and we traded off things that, were, we, that we considered rather we safer and We never should have valuable. done that, yeah. yeah. And we did that. It, I'm amazed at some of I, our legislators who, who really you would never have thought they would do we, that, and they were afraid, yeah. I guess. Still, exactly, and they yeah. voted in the majority, a vast majority. Yeah. And the same thing with the USA Patriot Act yeah. and the War Powers Act, where we allowed— um, George Bush to prosecute a war Without on actually... terrorism, on a strategy, <laughs> not even on a country, not even on uh, an ideology. Not without on, a declaration of yeah, war. Without yeah. a declaration mm-hmm. of war. Congress ceded their principal authority mm-hmm. to the president. And by the way, Bernie Sanders voted for that, approved of that. Yeah. It's it, 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 so only one person, one congresswoman in California uh, posted. Out of all the, I want to know who she is. Um, <laughs> she's, oh, wasn't, she's, she, wasn't it Maxine? Um, Maxine no, Waters. No, it wasn't Maxine Waters. It no. was uh, Barbara Bar- Lee. Barbara Lee in Oakland. It was yeah. Barbara Lee in Oakland. Was right. the only one. She was a congresswoman, and she was the only person who opposed it with a good moral compass. And with a just, good moral compass, but she was pilloried. Oh yeah, she uh, run out that. of. She, yeah, yeah. yeah, she was. She was considered a traitor. Now, By many people. I mean, I thought she was great. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know. A lot In of retrospect, those, she looked pretty. Uh, yeah. she, she comes off. I think she sleeps a lot better than most people who were in Congress at yeah. that time now. The yeah. fact is, is that we made these accommodations and they were and you understand the impetus for it. But at the same time, mm-hmm. um, we we used to take for granted that any one of us who's who's, you know, we consider ourselves to be relatively decent can go out and not be observed and not be monitored. I mean, we give up that kind of monitoring culture when our parents stopped putting a baby monitor next to our crib. I never had one because the thing didn't exist when I was a baby. But <laughs> yeah, but that, mm-hmm. that level of oversight. Mm-hmm. Now, the big concern here, one of the big concerns, so that's the moral point that I have. I have a mm-hmm. problem with that. And we're talking about municipally managed cameras or thereby government. So yeah, no problem cameras. with all the businesses that monitor their front door I, or their I, back I, door. No, I mean, we all run around with cameras in our pockets. Yeah. They're ubiquitous. I, and I and I acknowledge and recognize that. That's It'd be stupid not to. But yeah, they're everywhere. Mm-hmm. They are everywhere. You know, and, about four years ago in Strong Avenue, three years ago in Strong Avenue parking lot, right. um, there was an older woman mug close to my age, from what I understand. 
And um, the store owners were all like shocked by this because it was two thirty in the afternoon, and you know she got right. roughed up and her purse taken. Mm-hmm. Turns out there's like five cameras in that back parking lot. Nobody knew. Yeah. I mean, the store owners are like, "Well, I had one, but I didn't know you had one, and yeah. you had but, one." And they caught the guy within what an hour and a half, two yeah, hours. Well, that's or, a, the yeah. police, and as Chief Casper will tell you, they can access those cameras. It's not there's you know variable degrees of quality. The cameras are not targeted to monitor what's going on outside. It's principally what's inside. It's what you usually catch in the upper right hand of the screen or on the left hand, but you can stitch them together. It is a heavier lift. Yeah. It's a heavier lift. And I and I and that's what I said. I agree that she she's trying to find the most efficient and efficacious way. Now first of all, they're not deterrents. They don't or no one's been able to prove deterrence. It's hard to say someone didn't commit a crime because of the presence of a camera because you don't know what's in someone's mind. So it's really hard to document that. So you, you disagree with Jeremy Bentham's approach to like the panopticon, right? Right. Yes. Idea of, like being constantly monitored as a deterrent. It's well, in theory, that's that's what everyone tends to believe. So I'll allow that. I, I, I will I, accept I, that. I, as, I think as, the model specifically is though that like you are being monitored and you know you're being monitored. Like you cannot escape the fact that you are being, well, you might be monitored, but you don't know. Exactly. Like the power is all exactly. on the other side. Exactly. You can't tell. Exactly. You yeah. are the observed yeah. or you presume that you're observed and you yeah. take for granted that you're observed and it dictates how you conduct yourself, right? Okay. All right. So if we have, so the private cameras, all right, you walk into a store, there's a pretty good chance you're aware and conscious of the fact that that's there. But you made a choice. You made a deliberate choice to walk into a private enterprise to go. And I know a few store owners that won't have cameras for that very reason. They just, that is not the kind of store. They they take the shrinkage and the little bit of shoplifting because they want a very welcoming environment. And and, and the presence of a camera is not necessarily welcoming. It's it's automatic, and you're right. And Mm -hmm. I understand that. And it's that kind of ethos that transfers over to what my concern is, is that we're talking about gathering in a public space yeah. Now, this is a public space. It belongs. It's the commons. It belongs to the people. And authoritarian oversight is problematic for a lot of people. It would be problematic for me. I don't, you know, I, I acknowledge that years from now with the advances in technology that with, uh, you know, with definition of photographs from satellite imagery that can actually, you know, pick out your, you know, you pick out your moles. Yeah. That that's all going to possibly go away at some point. I don't want to be complicit in that in that in, in that transition. Let them get to the point where they park the satellite over Northampton. And, yeah. Exactly. Well, there's so <laughs> many satellites. They don't even yeah. have to be parked over Northampton. They they on their yeah. on their little loop around the the country and around the globe or and or their tiny orbits within mm-hmm. a narrower cycle. Mm-hmm. They can document a fair amount of information without Mm. without permission yeah and and that's a whole nother story and i don't want to sound like a tinfoil hat paranoiac but the fact is that i believe that it's perfectly reasonable for people to assemble in an area feeling unobserved unless they choose to be observed i can't believe i agree with you (laughs) (laughs) i'm so sorry (laughs) the other issue libertarian yeah yeah yeah, i I mean for libertarian notions and i'm a civil libertarian i'm not a libertarian but i'm a civil libertarian because i believe in civil liberties principally 
And well, that goes well on a show called Civil Politics. We, well, <laughs> I, we got the civil part in. Yes, indeed. <laughs> yeah, but and, that part about the being free to walk around and not have somebody, you know, recording it, monitoring you. Monitoring yeah. you. Yeah. And it's very American. And the chief's uh, actual principal push for this, and she's right. These where these work is not in deterring crime, but prosecuting crime after the fact. Mm -hmm. So that they have evidence of a, of a crime or someone oh, fleeing, so yeah. that they can document and present it. So, mm -hmm. and that, and you'll see all the camera crimes. All the, I mean, that's if you look at London, for instance, which yeah. is bristling with cameras. It's not a more monitored city. They notice that there's not a precipitous drop in crime, but they have a higher prosecution rate. Yeah. So, that's a that's a big trade-off for prosecution rate. I'm all for helping the police do what they got to do. But I think that um, in, when the time's appropriate, when it runs up against what we call our scruples and morals, then there's a tipping point. And I'm, I appreciate that the chief has asked, but I don't think that this actually right now comports with um, what we consider to be a free and democratic society. And, you know, if you're going to break, I can come back after and talk to you about what what the bigger issues are. I had a are. quick... You got we're five gonna minutes. Go, we're going to go down, down five seconds. Yeah, I'm yeah. sorry. I have, yeah. a quick, I have a quick question for uh, Stefan, because you're, you know, you... I'm an old I'm an old time Republican who's 65, and you know Mike's very you know it's a public sidewalk. I'm and, a country club yeah. liberal. <laughs> but you're you're a, you're a, you come you're the new you're, you're the new guard. You're the He's a Bernie boy <laughs> apparently. Yeah. So they tell me I'm the new guard. Yeah. You're, you're the youngest we got anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. That's we're grading on a curve, but yes. Yeah. Uh, you and genre, uh, right? <laughs> what do you kids think? <laughs> well, it's just interesting because it's sometimes so different. Mm -hmm. I just I yeah. you know I'm really often. I'm yeah. not shocked. I'm just, I no, feel good yeah. sometimes. He's really too. into that rock and roll with his fast roadster and everything. So. <laughs> well, let's rap. <laughs> oh, God, this is going downhill in a hurry. But <laughs> oh, we just lost the producer. Oh, no, there goes our engineer. <laughs> Instead of the mic drop, it's the headphone drop. <laughs> so, but Sue, your question would be, how basically, how do I feel about well, this? What's your take on the whole camera yeah, thing? Yeah, given yeah. how we've just laid all our, our stuff on the well, board here. Well, I'll have, so, you know, sort of trying to take the, the, the pulse of my generation, I guess, mm -hmm. around this issue. Other people I've talked to who are sort of, um, uh, yes, thank Feels you. Feels pretty strong and steady there, yeah. <laughs> no, well, that's good. Um, I thought you were holding his hand. <laughs> um, Not on air. <laughs> I, think, I think that on the one hand, we're used to having cameras. As you said, we've, got, we've all got cameras in our pockets, but... Along with that, I think we're a lot. We have a much more hair trigger, and I I hear I hear a greater sensitivity and cynicism about the ways in which um, recordings, visual and audio recordings, can be used as surveillance because that's the environment that yeah. I've grown up in. Right. That's the environment. I mean, there is no really room for naivete. Mm -hmm. Or innocence anymore. I don't think. I don't think there's a loss of innocence so much as like this is the culture that we're in. We've always been in, and so we're kind of having to figure out how to combat it. And really, the issue I think is not so much distrust of our city police. You know, I think right. and, and Chief Casper is really, I, as you said, made a great demonstration of goodwill and do and sort of due consideration of the public. It's the overarching political environment we're in. It's our relationship to not only our state government, but our federal government. Where does this footage go? 
I mean, there's there's this saying: once you put something on the internet, it's there forever. Exactly. And that, and some of us have had to learn that the hard way. Um, there's some video, embarrassing videos of. Fortunately, I'm just like drunkenly dancing on some patio. <laughs> but you know, some people have learned harder lessons than that. The same we also find goes true for uh, footage that's in the public domain right. and under under sort of government control. And I think that is the big. We see this in the private sector and the public sector that, you know, once an encroachment is made on one's privacy and autonomy, it's very hard to get that back. Um, We still, the Patriot Act, those provisions, many of them are still on the books. Absolutely. Just like the authorization of the use of force. There's no no sunset clause on it. Exactly. It's like a tattoo. So it's staying with us. (laughs) So, Yeah. So getting fading and ugly. <laughs> fading and ugly. Right. In retrospect, you, looks much worse. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess, I guess, you know, in closing, I would say that consent to have more access to technology and recording technology in our lives is not, by extension, consent to give the power of watching and listening to just anyone. Right. Just because it's there, just because it's there doesn't mean it's a blank check on use. So, yeah. I'll, well, I'll amen. Just... <laughs> amen. Amen. That was well put. Yeah. That was well put. And and, and to the larger issue, our, our concern is, of course, we don't make laws for Jody Casper and David Narkowitz. We make laws for whomever will be the the mayor and oh, whomever will be the police chief in the future. The laws don't are yeah. assigned to each person. And we don't know who that is. And Jeff Sessions right now, if he wants to, he doesn't even have to subpoena it. He simply has to ask for the tapes or any recordings. They're not even tapes. I, mean, I don't even know why we call them that anymore. <laughs> but the, the, the digital records and the data, and we have to give it over. Now, if he wants it from Faces, for instance, he has to subpoena it. And make a case. Oh, that's interesting. But he can just he can just write a letter Government. to Chief say Casper you, saying, "Give me the give me your surveillance." Yeah, no d- pun data. intended. But the feds trump the the yeah. uh, <laughs> the municipal government. So well, but they the supremacy clause is is certainly a thing. But like they don't like not all federal orders have to be no uh, like have to be, ice. Yeah, uh, demands exactly like because the, we're a sanctuary Senate, city, and that's another important point. Well, we were a sanctuary state now, as well, the Supreme Judicial Court basically ruled back in July. Like, you know, the the state court can't hold people for no re, for no you know on a federal request. If the, if the states if they're being held for a state charge, and the state laws say, well, there's no reason to hold them anymore, right. you gotta let them out. The old states' rights clause. There, it's a, yes, that's right. We don't do their bidding. And we, they have their own agents, which we clearly yeah. saw in Hatfield just recently. But, yeah, yeah the point is that as a sanctuary city, a self-declared sanctuary city, we wouldn't provide a lot of coverage for folks if, point in fact, um, Jeff Sessions grabs our video and uses, we don't have facial recognition software, but they do. And yeah. they can track anyone for any purpose. And we don't get to buy your leave on that. And so rather than, you know, after September 11th and the Patriot Act was invoked, the U.S. libraries and the librarians all over the country said, we are not going to keep records if you're going to insist that you're going to take them. And so they don't. They don't keep records. And this is the equivalent of that, saying we're not going to keep a record. We're not going to be complicit in in diminishing our sense of safety, democracy, and also the protection of individuals that we promise to protect. Yeah, um, at 
the comic book store I worked at, uh, we didn't track, uh, we didn't have like, you know, right. Bill Dwight bought these comics, <laughs> right. you know, right. because in theory we knew that it could be seized by the Patriot Act and we're like, yeah, it'd be kind of helpful to have that sales data. Maybe we could like, oh, Bill really likes, you know, <laughs> Batman books, so we'll tell him about the new one, but, you know, yeah. And, and the irony is we have these debates on Facebook <laughs> Which, you know, it's just you know, people screaming about Big Brother this, Big Brother that. And I said, you, you do realize that you've given over everything just by having this snark rap on, the, on, on Facebook. But it's okay. It's, it's, that's a different form of commons. And it's not a protected commons. We do have a common that is currently protected from that kind of oversight and invasive and intrusive analysis. Um, and I will just want to keep it that way. And no knock on the mayor or the chief. It's I think I think it's it's pretty much what I signed up for, and it's pretty much what I deeply believe in. So I have no problem advancing that as a law, uh, and and accommodating um, things like special investigations and accommodating the existing cameras inside buildings and things like that. Okay, I'll take that. But I also think it's the slow boiling of the frog if we decide that we're going to make an allowance in this case to have a camera sitting over an intersection seems pretty benign where's the next camera going to go it seems which also be benign, benign. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah and and yeah. it's uh, use another bad metaphor the camel's nose would be under the tent at that point hmm. and the, the camel can only go forward so the boiling the camel in boiling the, the camel <laughs> in the tent right. <laughs> well, let me think about that and we'll um, there's a lot of water in a camel. <laughs> so, uh, Will, let's... <laughs> what? You put a camel in a tent with a pot of water, and then you turn up the heat slowly, we'll and the right camel... We'll be right back, everybody. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we'll take a short break while I think about that and what I just said. But you're listening to Civil Politics here on Valley Free Radio, and this is our Pledge Drive week, so uh, if you want to make a donation while we play some PSAs and other announcements, we'll be happy to do that. And... Uh, uh, you can do that from, uh, uh, sorry, valleyfreeradio.org slash donate. And uh, every donor we get during the show, an extra $20. So think about that. We'll be right back with Civil Politics. Hi, I'm Amy Goodman, host of Democracy Now! You're listening to Valley Free Radio, WXOJLP 103.3 FM in Northampton, Massachusetts. Today, community broadcasting is more important than ever. Corporate interests affect what music we hear on commercial radio, and real news and opinion take a backseat to ratings and profits. Valley Free Radio is owned by its members, operated by volunteers, its programming created by your friends and neighbors, and it's wholly supported by the community. Please consider going to www.valleyfreeradio.org donate to support free speech in the Pioneer Valley. Thank you so much. This is Andrew Farris of NXS. Hi, this is David Santos with Eddie Japan. Hi, this is Midgeoff Multiple. This is Charlie Crisis, Eddie Lundzen. Hi, I'm John Waters. Hello, this is Mary Gold of Alpha. Hello, this is Daniel Ash from Bar House, turned on Fell and Love and Rocket. And my name is Wendy, host of Subculture, a music program featuring new wave, electronic, indie, and funk music. You can catch my show every Friday night from 8 to 10 p.m. But if you miss out, no worries. Subculture replays Sunday mornings from 2 to 4 right after OK Asia right here on Valley Free Radio. The Forbes Library staff would like to remind you of the incredible resource that you have in your local public library. We have 
tens of thousands of books for you to check out, music CDs, movies, newspapers from around the region, the state, and the country. We have a wide variety of magazines and free computer and internet access every day. We also have our incredible reference services there to help you answer particularly vexing problems. All of this is free, locally available at 20 West Street in Northampton. So come by and check us out in person or at www.forbeslibrary.org or call 587-1011 for more information. Sundays at 10 a.m., WXOJ's radio show, Occupy the Airwaves, has the latest news from the occupation movement, locally, regionally, nationally, and around the planet. Tune in at 103.3 FM or webcasting at www.valleyfreeradio.org. Blogging at occupytheairwaves.wordpress.com. Listeners can call into the show at 413-585-1033. Table of Contents is a weekly music program that assembles an assortment of songs and sounds of many genres, and which may entail literally taking a random collection of musical sources off the shelf and giving them a turn on the table or spin in a CD or tape player. Each week presenting shows which can at times be organized and orderly, and at other times perhaps be not as much so, yet never dull. Tune in Friday nights, 10 p.m. till midnight on WXOJ LP, Northampton 103.3 FM. Hi, my name's Leo, and I use he, him, his pronouns. Hi, my name's AJ, and I use they, them, theirs pronouns. Did you know that sex is your biology and gender is how you identify? You can't assume someone's gender. Based on their clothes. Based on their hair. Based on their voice. Who they hang out with. Who they're attracted to. My gender isn't your business. Ask me my pronouns! Brought to you by the PVPA Student Group for Gender, Sexuality, and Diversity. Did you know there is a CSA from which you can get locally brewed beer shares? Or that there is a delivery service that can bring produce from local farms to your door every week? Farm to Fork is a radio program dedicated to revealing the history of the food system in the Pioneer Valley and exploring the bounty the valley has to offer. The program tackles the complex issues surrounding food, drink, and every kind of nutrient with their individual production schemes and consumer markets. These topics and more Tuesdays at 7 p.m. on Farm to Fork, Valley Free Radio, 103.3 FM, WXOJLP, Northampton. Are you interested in connecting with the international community in the Pioneer Valley? Then volunteer to help your immigrant neighbors improve their English and integrate better into their surroundings. Become a volunteer tutor. Take a free 15-hour training taught by the International Language Institute in downtown Northampton. For more details on an application, go to ili.edu or contact Amy at ili.edu. Students come from Africa, Asia, Europe, Latin America, and the Middle East. So volunteer to tutor and expand your world. And we're back with Civil Politics here on Valley Free Radio. It's a very special evening. We have uh, City Councilor uh, Bill Dwight from here in Northampton here joining us. President of the City Council. Oh, no yes. Less. President of the City. Yeah, wow. yeah, I'm surprised you didn't see it on my sash. Wow. <laughs> I got my jacket over. Yeah. I saw it's, the scramble eggs on your yeah. uh, hat. So. The, the, your, 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 your diamond-studded epaulets. Right, were, exactly. Were, I was dazzled by them. <laughs> Yes, it's a very august position. Right. Yeah, yeah. And uh, uh, it is also our pledge drive this week here uh, for the fall here on Valley Free Radio. Uh, every donation we get uh, will be matched uh, during the show for civil politics, $20 per donor. 
So give us one dollar, you'll get an extra, get us an extra twenty. Uh, give us more than that. Give us like a hundred. Give us a thousand. You know, uh, we also have the special where, like, you give us a thousand dollars, you can tell us what we're gonna, what what you want us to do for a show. We'll, we'll be happy to do that. That was for a hundred. That was for a hundred. A thousand, we we go to your house. Oh right, yes, a thousand dollars. We will 2, do. Two thousand, we don't go to your house. <laughs> <laughs> oh look, there they are, close the shades. Five thousand, we have a pie fight. <laughs> I'll supply the pie. My good. There, I got it. It. there you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That look that that silence was was genre looking at me in stunned horror. Anyway, but yes, please do contribute to us. Uh, uh, you can do it. Um, you could call the station four one three five eight five one zero three three. But better still, you can donate securely through our PayPal page, uh, which is uh, you can get to www.valleyfreeradio.org. Uh, uh, slash donate. And if you mention civil politics, $20 per pledge. Even if you don't, it's $10 per pledge. But mention civil politics. Get us the extra 10 bucks per. Uh, Bill, you you actually, you're one of the founders of Valley Free Radio, are you not? I, I'm in a, in a, yeah, at least help get the license for it. Yeah. 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 Um, long time ago, um, back when L- low-powered FM stations were, licenses were made available to the general public. <clears throat> and Pete Treedish, who basically was, and I don't think that was his birth name, but Pete Treedish. Pete Dish. He was like a, a Johnny Appleseed for low-powered FM stations who went all around the country advocating for communities to start stations like this. Because what happened was once the LP FM uh, uh, licenses came up, churches started grabbing them. And and oh, right and right wing groups too. That explains when I drive across the country, I hear so many people just like giving sermons about exactly healing your vacuum cleaner exactly. or the demons exactly. that afflicted or whatever. Exactly, and that and Peter said, that, let's, "Let's let's let's see if we can share this with other people. Yeah, more public well. access and more public access and make it more yeah. of a, a public, you know, a public right." And. Um, I had read about him. A friend of mine was telling me about him. I asked him to come to Northampton. He came and and uh, he got us all excited. I, I went and I brought the mayor in, uh, Claire Higgins, at the time, and said, "We can get one of these. We should get one of these." And I used to be on the board Wait, of. So this was back in like the nineties, because it wasn't. Yep, yep. Claire yep. Higgins was mayor. Like she she stepped down back when six Bush years was ago. Yeah, six was years it only ago. Six but, years ago. But yeah. she served for ten, and it was uh, and I was the council award one at that time. So yeah, it's about. It was a long time 90s. ago. Yeah, 90s. It was the 90s. Yeah, because we've had our license for 12 years, I think. Yeah. 13 years yeah. now? 14? John might know. Well, it's... Yeah. It, 12? 12. It's been... Oh. T- yeah, because it took oh, yeah. almost two years to get it, to get it fully licensed, to get to figure out where the studio was going to be, uh, where the bro- where the tower was going to be, the broadcast tower. Um, and at one point, it was the same time we were doing licensure for... Um, uh, Northampton Community Television, and in fact, actually, one of the studios, their edit suites, was going to be this studio at one point. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was there was some uh, politics that got involved, and and the station became Gasp. kind of politically embroiled. And uh, in uh, Northampton, in Northampton, <laughs> the, the, I had the asked. I was on the board of Media Education Foundation. I still am, but I had asked them if they would be the five hundred one c three. Uh, sponsoring agency, yeah. mm-hmm. the nonprofit agency, and they stepped up and di- and they were, 
and then and they were rewarded for their their kindness by getting sued <laughs> at one point uh, by some of uh, the broadcasters here. There was a lot of um, emotional turmoil and and um, jostling for position and power in the station that put the station in jeopardy. But it's it's uh, you know it's come back. It's bounced back really solidly, and it's doing exactly what the vision of Pete Treatish, what my hope was for this place uh, as well. It's doing exactly that mission now. So I'm yeah. psyched. I'm psyched about that. So, and I was pretty confident that, you know, once once the dust settled, that would, of course, be the case. But we're in Northampton. We don't do things halfway. No, we that's, just sort that's, of we, that's if there's true. If there's an opportunity for drama, we're going to find it, and we're going to run it until everyone's exhausted and lights up a cigarette or something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, so. <laughs> Which is why, yeah, once again, please contribute to <laughs> civil policy, to, to uh, Valley Free Radio during our fun drive, uh, especially here on, during civil politics. Uh, it's www.valleyfreeradio.org slash donate. Uh, donate during the show, mention civil politics, get us an extra 20 bucks per donor. So can we do an hour with Bill Dwight every week just to <laughs> boost our ratings here? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think genre may actually just topple over if we did that. Okay. Oh, there's the Uh-oh. phone. Oh, that, Donations are pouring that in. Might, that might be the mayor. <laughs> that could be. But I, I think part, part the, there's, there's two things to say. One, um, why would Bill want to do that? <laughs> well, I did sign up for it once before. It well, was my mug, but yeah, yeah. yeah. Fa- fair <laughs> enough. But I mean, you know, surely you've got like tooth flossing to do. <laughs> uh, well, you know, there's, yeah, there might be there might some tick inspection or something like that yeah. that I have to do. But tick I, you know, you know. but, but the, the, the other thing is like, uh, wait, but. Well, then I will be the center of attention. <laughs> no, no, and I won't do that to you. Right. And, and, yeah. My ego. No, no, no. no. <laughs> no I think my broadcast days are over, so no, this is all on you. This is good on you. Oh, well, thank so, you. suits you guys. Yeah. Well, i got to say, I'm, I'm lucky to have a, have a good team propping me up. <laughs> That's what you guys are doing, in case you didn't know. Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> Actually, I had a quick um, sort of public safety thing which uh, the mayor knows sure. this but we um we with one generator could actually um broadcast in the case of an emergency and during the snowstorm we didn't get it together you know the snowstorm right. on no, october I, 31st no, I, yes, so I know. the halloween, halloween one storm. that yeah because hmp that's the one that took my dad out so yeah. hmp went out there yeah nobody out. was nobody right. had any local news and um with like one generator where we, would the generator be here we need it for the studio and um and where the, the tower trans- the tower already has one he right. has one he's got one up he's yeah got one up on and we go by microwave over to there so as long as you could plug it in here we could actually we could actually broadcast for the city and it's really an important public how much safety would a, how much would a generator cost 500 bucks so if bucks. you get a gas generator yeah it's around for like a honda generator yeah. it's like 500 we don't take very much power but it's just one of those things oh. that it's important to well, know awesome. you know the triad and emergency services group you should actually contact uh uh, Chief Dwayne Nichols uh, and or Jody Casper and ask say, them, I mean, we should talk to somebody right. you know, an authority in Northampton <laughs> I mean not <laughs> you obviously <laughs> not me I'm a, I'm a representative I, I wield no power and yeah. you know we didn't mention it to Jody because we were so busy with you right. know well, I never even occurred idea. to me Sue that's a great idea yeah yeah. But, we almost did it we couldn't quite do it and there, w- well, there was I mean, some that's the kind you of thing weather. we could easily put but together the mayor, a little fundraising for because they were telling they were telling people where the gas stations were that had power right it was the uh, the cars, the police cars were out of gas. I mean, we it had was a lot of, at the time, we had a lot of seniors who were in their homes who had landlines that were 
for the most part, were, the landlines were still working. Yeah, Verizon but they were put all, generators on the on the right on yeah. there. But the problem is they all had po- electrically powered um, wall phones. Yeah, they or, didn't have the old handsets. Yeah, yes, yeah. Right. and so they couldn't they couldn't call out and. They, and so oh, you they mean had, they had like the cordless phones? Yeah, they had yeah. cordless phones that were, wouldn't work. So yeah. they had yeah. to do wellness checks all up and down the city blocks. I mean, we had power. We lost power for a week then. Yeah. East Hampton was almost three weeks. Yeah. Parts of East Hampton. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And and you guys broadcast in East Hampton. You actually broadcast deep into Holyoke. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you, we could have been a public be, service. That would have been yeah. a great public service. Yeah. No, no, I think that's a brilliant idea. Well, and what uh, are the odds of something like that happening again? <laughs> um, if I... <laughs> if, if I could break in, uh, we have another um, don- We have a donation. For, Yay! Thank you. So, uh, it's twenty five dollars. So Sweet. thank you very much. And oh, so you added the oh yeah. cool. No, no, no. Didn't that's twenty five plus. You add the twenty two. Well, that's yeah, forty five. Yeah. That's forty five dollars. Yeah. So thank if you. you. Who's um actually that is it anonymous? That would be that that would actually be fifty five dollars. Fifty five. You 25? said you'd, you'd say an extra 10. ten. You said you'd do an extra ten. We're already getting doing did, an extra ten. Bill said didn't did say anything. About what an did extra I sign 10? up for? Wait yep. a minute. <laughs> I, I don't remember that part. I mean, oh, now I'm yep, beginning it. to see why happened. I was invited. <laughs> <laughs> Bill's stupid. Let's spin him around so, a couple uh, of times. Forty-five dollars. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> anyway, it's much. A, and that means any it's a great like donation. we have uh, we have five minutes left in the show. Five six minutes left. Yeah. Any other donations would be an additional twenty dollars. So even if if you donate one dollar, just put into the message that uh, if you go to valleyfreeradio.org, put in the message that it's for civil politics. It'll be an additional, additional uh, ten dollars. So please uh, PayPal. go to mm-hmm. valleyfreeradio.org and slash donate slash donate, or just go to valleyfreeradio.org. There's a donate button at the top and uh, support the station. Please do. Um, yeah, so we got a few minutes left, and Sue, you wanted to ask Bill a question about the, the status ordinance. of the, the ordinance because yeah. I was watching the hearing, but it was an old, you know, they replay right. those hearings, and I'm like, oh, I wonder what the, it is the hearing now. you saw was uh, legislative matters, and it's still in that committee because uh, Councilor Murphy requested an e- economic impact study on the absence of cameras, which turns out you can't really do because it's trying to prove a negative. And so, um, was that, he looking at the business community? Or? He was. He was asking. I th- at least what I understood, he was asking if uh, how the businesses would be affected without having cameras, uh, municipal oh, okay. cameras. Okay. Um, the, that is a hard. Thing. Yeah, the was, economic development was, officer went. And, <laughs> what? What? <laughs> so anyway, the yeah. next meeting is on the thirteenth. It's a legislative matters. It's expect yeah, and there'll be some amendments, and it's expected that it'll be moved out of that committee and come to the council at our next meeting on the sixteenth. With a recommendation, can it come? Well, come one? out. It come without. The, they have three options. They can give a positive recommendation, a negative recommendation, or a neutral recommendation. Oh, neutral. Oh, neutral, basically saying. In other words, no, not a recommendation. Not a, yeah. Well, it, the absence of it's a shrug. It's the equivalent yeah. of a shrug, <laughs> and then it comes to the council floor where, where we will debate it even further. So there, there's at least three more public meetings on this ordinance. You and probably get a big audience when that happens again. We've had, yeah, the last meeting we did in the council on just the resolution went till 1230. So <laughs> this is, and this one's about a law, so there's actually more at stake. So I would imagine, yes, there'd be a lot of public input and, um, and debate on the floor, which, to be honest, as I said, I'm really psyched about it. It shows democracy but, working, really. Exactly. And not only that, it, 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 
it is those of us who have convictions on either side are forced to justify and rethink our convictions and and make accommodations it's the element it's the aspect of debate that's good so it really is valuable i'm psyched about it there are other people who just wish the hell this would stop <laughs> but i i have this kind of perverse pleasure when there's actually divided votes on the council and we debate civilly and we argue in good faith and then we vote i that that actually works i like it when it works and i gotta say i i've, I've hearing what you say you you make a persuasive case you know did I'm, I convince you? Did I flip you? I sort of. I mean, if you yes. were if you were a councilor voting on this, well, here's would... the. I, I, if I were a city councilor, I'd honestly be kind of waffling about this because I'm like, well, I mean, in principle, like, <clears throat> like, you know, like there's like I'm a particularist in my thinking, so like, oh yeah, I've got to remember, like, if we do this, it's still true in 20 years, and who knows who's going to be doing this and what what the circumstances are, so they've got to still live with our decisions. That's a thing I have trouble remembering because I don't. Right, and it's and also mind you, laws are basically speed bumps in this respect. We create an ordinance. If this ordinance passes, it can be amended and changed or even repealed yeah. by a future council. Yeah. In, and the fact remains is that it's just that one more impediment as opposed to somebody just saying we have free reign to put cameras wherever the hell we want to put them for right. whatever purpose. That wouldn't be Jody Casper. That would be Chief, you know, who's this yeah. who would end up doing it or could end up doing it. And that's why we put the speed bump. Nothing is memorialized in stone forever. It's it's but. That's this 10 is, years from now, they can decide, well, you know, we actually do like the idea of a camera here for this specific purpose. And in part, I was going to ask, like, couldn't you just craft the law more narrowly, the ordinance? And I guess you could, but in, in the end... You can, and it, it actually is. You'll see that the amendments in the next committee meeting, uh, uh, Councilor O'Donnell, there's an article in Mass Live today about it, um, is introducing a number of amendments that we worked out to address some of the concerns that were expressed by the chief. At the same time, keeping the essence of it in place, which is to prevent um, cameras in places where public people congregate in public. So it's it, so it, and, and as I said, that it is a law. It is not policy. It is a law in the absence of a policy. And even the policy, I think, makes an accommodation if we allow the cameras. So we're making a law saying no, no cameras. No cameras in public spaces until such time that someone votes us out of office and replaces us with people that they think if the city decides that they really want them, they'll vote in people who will, who support a change in that law. But as it stands now, and in fact, the testimony is almost has been really skewed towards no cameras. Yeah, no, lot, that's, that's clearly, yeah. E e even if you thought, I think the cameras are a good idea, but wow, do my voters <laughs> right, not agree. Right, exactly. Maybe I'll let them decide. Yeah, yeah and, and, and you know, when I when I run for office, I don't tell people that I'm going, we, have, we used to have counselors who would base their vote on how many phone calls they would get on a particular issue. That's not what representative government is. When you run, you say, this is me, this is my morals, these are how I conduct pol This is how I conduct polity. You're not going to agree with me all the time, but if you trust me, if you're willing to invest your trust in my ability to at least be thoughtful about it, then vote for me. If you think I'm a weenie, then by all means, your vote wouldn't do me any good anyway. Yeah. So, so that's that's representative government. Yeah. Well, for me, uh, I, I I think you know the the basic argument in in favor of it is. Uh, a, like, well, it's public, so, you know, like, the idea of, like, you being observed in public is part of what being public means. 
The other thing is, basically, it's a law and order argument. Like, it'll help the police right. catch criminals, you know, you know, stop people from, from stop catching people after they commit a crime so they don't reoffend and whatnot. You know, and I mean, unless you're going to, like, get into that kind of law and order approach, you well, know. Well, you know, if you want law and order, then we can impose a curfew starting at 8 o'clock and what then a, everyone would be safe. What, what a great right? idea. Except that most of the crime happens in people's homes and it's domestic and it's done by someone they know. We should definitely go into people's homes and start. Coming yeah. soon. Yeah. I, want Coming la- soon. I want law and order, but it was canceled a few years ago. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Um, yeah, but it's in reruns. You can see it. <laughs> <laughs> syndication baby yeah that's right, that's right. <laughs> and law and order will live on always in our hearts exactly dun dun <laughs> <laughs> all right so we do have to wrap up uh uh civil politics tonight uh here on valley free radio so um right so uh just want to say this is still the the pledge drive we are still uh, raising money so please do support our station um you can get in touch with us still uh uh sorry valleyfreeradio.org slash donate if you make a donation to us through our secure paypal page there uh you'll get an, get us an extra 20 dollars in matching gifts so please do that uh Fifty dollars, because Bill Dwight's gonna additional <laughs> thirty dollars. Bill's gonna sell a kidney for us <laughs> on air, right? <laughs> Live streaming into your home—that'll be great. I'll turn on the camera, right? So anyway, tickets are on sale. <laughs> so we have to clear the studio. So more great Valley Free Radio programming can come in. <laughs> but. Uh, thank you for listening. Uh, uh, City Councilor Bill Dwight, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, guys. You coming, guys are great. Coming back to, 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 to Valley Free Radio once again. You, you're welcome anytime. Well, thank you for the invitation. Thanks for spending this time and the thoughtful conversation. I appreciate it. Yeah. And thanks for all your all your money. Thank you. <laughs> Bam. Extra $100. <laughs> <laughs> just, just leave us your credit card. You're going to lose your license. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, that's all for Civil Politics tonight. Thank you for listening. Good night. This show is part of the Planetside Productions Network. For more information, please visit www.planetside.pro. And thank you for listening.